Hello, this is Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about online haters. We're going to be talking about the trolls and all the people who we don't want to see on our social media platforms, our website, our blogs. We're going to demystify how to deal with those traumatic events of people saying negative things on our online spaces. So stay tuned. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Okay, and we're back. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for spending your time with me. And if you've been listening for quite a while, I am giving you a bright, big old virtual hug. Thank you for coming back. And thank you for recommending me to anyone else who is new to business and is just looking for a new inspiration and idea. So thank you so much for joining me. This is a post, this is a topic that I... um. I it comes to me um, because I have had more than one instant myself instance of uh, having online trolls come after me. Um, I remember the most traumatic of the, the ones was it was someone um, in a, um, a marginalized community. I'm not going to go into the details of why it would happen, or but the the end result was um, while though I still um, was maintaining an account on one social media platform, I lost advertising rights on another. It was just a big old hot mess. Um, even though I addressed the issue and um, it's the lingering effect still had on and it, it, it really bothered me on a lot of levels because I realized that there is no such thing as free speech. As much as we like to believe there's free speech, people can say what's on their mind. There are consequences to actions and um, I'll let you know that even though you could be just speaking your mind and talking about anything that really resonates with you and resonates with your audience, there's going to be someone, trust and believe, there's going to be someone out there who's going to take great offense to your opinion. So this episode is more of a a situation of you absolutely, absolutely know that you're within your right to say certain things and you feel confident about it and yet still you're going to have someone who has made it their aim, made it their mission, quite frankly, uh, to cause you grief and cause you harassment. But I'm making the assumption that you are here creating content that is geared to helping people, helping people succeed, helping people um, thrive in their line of work, right? I'm hoping that this is definitely like a situation where it's an um, they have one perspective and it's just not aligned with you. Okay. So this is, these are my tips. I'm going to go through them all at once. Um, and then we'll go into detail. So about how to handle online trolls and haters. Okay. It is number one, see if the cause is valid. Number two, depending on who or what they are, ignore it. Three, try to handle it privately offline. Four, make a public statement. Five, be mindful of your audience needs. Six, move on. Seven, don't be afraid to block, unfollow, or mute. And lastly, eight, deplatform if necessary. And so let's now get into it. And so like Spinning off again, what I said earlier is see if the cause is valid. I am making the assumption, right, that if you're making, if you're having the situation, this is definitely something that it was a misunderstanding. This was something that they, um, they don't really know you very well. I think about so much about my, 
my own personal coach, and he had a blog, a, a blog of all things dedicated to him and a bunch of other online marketers, where the chief aim was just to discredit him, his work, and saying that you know online marketers are nothing more than um, uh, miscreants and they they cause people harm. And he was a little taken off aback. My coach was because he was thinking to himself like I've. This person's not a customer of mine, never worked with me. I don't recall ever dealing with them. I don't really know who they are. I don't know what they're complaining about. This is all so bizarre, okay? This is basically one of those situations where it was not anyone he's dealt with. This person just more than likely um, had a lot lot of terrible run-ins with someone else in the industry. So he and a bunch of other people were isolated as miscreants of the world wide web in terms of um, their profession. And so here I am um, telling you this, that there are going to be people for whatever stupid reason are um, either they're upset about their own lack of success, most likely in their own business or lack of, you know, any, anything like of importance or significance going on in their life, and they're just using you as an opportunity to make themselves feel good. So I just want you to know that um, most of the times when people are trying to isolate you, call you out, it's really because they're I, there's no other way of saying this, but their own existence is crappy, and they just want to make a uh, a spectacle of you, and so. You, you always want to make sure that if you think about the content that you posted or the content or stuff you're doing, and if you know that it's not um, you, the first rule of order is not taking it personally. Um, I myself, I have gone through so many situations where I thought I was doing something positive and helping someone else out, and someone says, how dare you talk about this person or this this situation? They can take care of yourself, or they would just launch in their own personal tirade. And most of the time, if not all the time, the people who react the most, like, violently or you know just just off the cuff they're usually having a lot of emotional problems with either their personal life or their professional life or maybe a little mix of the both and they feel like it's online they and a lot of times too this is what i this is where i find out a lot of times too people aren't even reading anymore People are kind of just skimming through and looking for sort of keywords or key things, and they're just using it just to um, find an excuse to get angry and start to. Um, there's no other way of saying it, just to harass people because their life isn't really, really that good. <laughs> so, this is where I just want to encourage you like, if you know you're not doing the right thing and you feel bad about people or upset about you, I just want you to understand that it's not, odds are it's not you. It has nothing to do with you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. If you know like 90% of the people, heck, or heck, I'll even go lower, as 80 or 70% of the people that within your network that like you, that continually show up, that continue to listen to you, say positive things about what you're saying, like just keep what you're doing. You can't have content or things that you do online that pleases everyone all the time. It's just impossible. There's some people who just like taking offense for the heck of taking offense, right? That's just, it is what it is. It, it's, it's, I wish the world wasn't that way, but unfortunately there are a lot of petty people, okay?
So number two, so let's get into it. Um, number two is depending on who or what they are, ignore it. A lot of times with these these trolls that you have online, they are just really people who are just lonely and they're just desperate to have somebody, anybody pay attention to them. And by you talking with them or engaging with or, or just saying anything for that matter, you're actually giving them what they always wanted. And what they always wanted was your attention, their your feedback, your comments, right? That gives them the, the fuel that they really, really want. And so the way to depower them is by just not adding fuel to the fire. That means that if they're making these comments, like just don't respond. I don't care if they tag you. I don't care if they share to people within your network, right? Like it doesn't matter. Just if it's something that you know it's not true, like what I mentioned in the first step is like identify if there's actually a just cause for it. If you know it's not true, if you know that it is not something that you know that is not a big issue or the or the person's not even like a lot of times I find that the people who troll the hardest have like the smallest audience like um they will have a you'll have an audience size of five thousand or ten thousand they'll have an audience size of ten or five or whatever right they're, and but they'll tag you all the time and the reason why they're doing it is because they want to grow their audience because by tagging you right and you reacting they get the exposure that they would not otherwise receive right so by not responding, by not giving them that attention that they desperately want, like that is something that will help you um, kind of maintain your stature as, you know, someone of authority. Like you just don't need to engage in these petty little battles. That's just not who you are. You don't have the time nor the energy to be engaging in petty little dramas, okay? And so that actually takes me to step number um, three is try to... Ign- handle it privately offline. So I'm making the assumption if this is something that actually is something of importance, right? This is something that um, you really, you may, oops, my bad, or they have a point to it, right? Right. Um, and if you can handle this, especially if you have customer complaints or something that's that specifically with your business that you do and you kind of, and you handle it wrong, the wrong way, Send a private message. Say, hey, look, I know that you're dissatisfied with this product. I'd like to offer you 10% off or whatever it is like that, you know, that you can do to uh, express um, that you are sympathetic to their concerns or their problems and you want to remedy it. I definitely believe um, that if you can handle it offline and just kind of just um, then that's the best way of doing it. But if necessary, that brings me to number four is make a public statement. And the only reason why you make a public statement is that because people are been talking about it. Lots and lots of people are talking about this is a big issue. People are, are spreading rumors and all sorts of dramas happening. And you just want to put this bed to rest. Like you definitely don't want to make certain something more serious than what it needs to be. And when I think about public statements, I'm thinking about certain things which could have potential legal implications. For example, someone's accusing you of slander or libel or certain something something where you definitely want it on the record that you try to adjust, address this issue, that you try to um, uh, 
apologize or whatever you needed to do if you felt like you were in the wrong, right? You want to address the issue so that everybody, that the person that was affected, your audience, their audience, if applicable, everyone's on the same page that we are going to just remedy this and then we're going to put this, this puppy to rest. Like we're not going to go and uh, rehash this over and over again. As for the people who are, who are listening to this podcast, who you are listening to this podcast, I most likely don't think you are a public figure, public celebrity, right? I could be wrong, but most, I'm making the assumption that you are not that. Because if you are um, in um, the eye, I would assume that you would have a publicist or access to a publicist that will help you create a, um, a carefully worded statement. Do not try to do this stuff on your own. This is definitely something where you need a third party, someone who is basically trained the art of dealing with um, these kind of incidents so that you're not saying anything that could implicate you in something worse down the line. We don't want that happening. We want to make sure that your bases are covered and no one can is accusing you of anything that is not the case at all or can be misconstrued as the case. One of the things that I love to do if I'm making a public statement on anything that has to do with me or my business or whatever is I will um, obviously... I'll write it out. I think about what I wrote and I'll let myself sleep on it for a day. Yes, sleep as much as I would like to post it immediately online for all to consume. I like to sleep on it. And then I want to show it to somebody else. And then we'll talk about it. And then then and only then I will publish it after I slept on it, have somebody else review it, and then publish it. Because once it's published, it's published. The web is... The, the World Wide Web, uh, there's no such thing as the erase button. There's no control or delete. There's, it's always there. Even if you delete it, someone can get that screenshot of it that was published, even if you delete it like 10 minutes later. So if you're going to publish something, up, any kind of statement, you want to make sure that you feel completely 100% comfortable with what you, you stated and that there's no turning back. There's no way that you would feel embarrassed about it. So oftentimes, we, the moment we just give ourselves a moment to pause and think about things, we can definitely come up with better material. So I just want to encourage you, if you're going through something and you feel like the best cause for you, the best thing that you can do is to address it through a public statement, just sit on it. Just sit on it for just a, be- uh, just a minute. And you would be surprised like if you just sat on it just for a moment your ideas of what you want to say would totally change, okay? And I definitely don't want you to feel like um, it is um, an issue of urgency um, that you have to address it right then and there on the spot, okay? Because I definitely feel like um, a lot of us, we make matters 100% worse by trying to answer things immediately. So I definitely think that will work for you if you just give yourself a moment to pause and and reflect on things, okay? And number six, uh, sometimes you don't have to uh, do anything. Maybe maybe the thing is to um, move on. Don't make a bad situation worse. Like so, let's make an assumption that you either chose to um, ignore it, right, or you chose to make a public statement, or you try to uh, make it pri- privately offline. Like once you've made that decision, right, 
we don't go back. We don't say, well, I'm sorry I said that, or, oh, maybe I should do something else. Like we, we move on. We've, we've, we've made our choice about how we want to address it, and we don't look back. For a lot of us, especially for introverts, I think a lot of us are so guilty of going through this maze in our mind, this mental maze. Like, well, we should go Pafe. If we don't go Pafe, maybe we should turn around back, you know, and go, and go with another thing. Like, we can't do that. We can't go back and forth. Once we've made a decision, we had made our decision. I don't want you to feel like it is a do or die thing where we should only think about one way of doing things. And if we don't do it the right the right way, we're going to like freaking lose our minds. Like we can't lose our minds. We need to stay focused on once we make a decision on something, we move on and we don't look back. Look, here's the thing. If you're growing a business, I don't care what kind of business you are, we will we'll fumble the ball. <laughs> you know, we will make decisions that don't exactly appear the right way. Even if we think we, t- we, we took a moment, we paused, we thought about it and we, you know, we thought, okay, this is the best way of doing it. I don't think that it is, we'll get everything right all the time. It, it, this is definitely a work in progress because I definitely feel like, Part of growing in business is understanding who we are and working through the trials and errors and, and everything in between. It's not something that I I definitely think that um, once you do it once, then uh, it's going to work out perfectly all the time. Sometimes we we even if we have the best plan and. and uh, in our minds, like it, there's no guarantee. So once we make a decision on doing something, we don't look back. And for a lot of us, especially as introvert introverts, like we want to have the perfect plan. If we post that we do something, like it, we don't want anything bad to happen as a result. And there's no guarantee. So let's divorce ourselves of the outcome. Let's divorce ourselves from the thought that it has to be done one way, only way, and that we can't look back. I want you to be okay with whatever the outcome may be. So be okay of just saying it's over. I'm done with it. I've moved on whatever the decision is. Okay. And actually, that brings me to number seven is I don't be afraid to block, unfollow, or mute someone. So the depending on your, your social media platform, it, um, you can unfriend them or unfollow. A lot of it is unfollow and sometimes it's just uh, or block. I mean, here's the thing. I want you to understand that... And I'm guilty of this too. Is I thought because I'm on social media and someone friends me or connects with me or whatever it is or follows me, that means like I'm indebted to them, whatever, you know, because I'm like, oh, I just want, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want anyone to know that I'm not following them or friending them or whatever. Like give yourself the same permission that they give you, right? If you have the tools of muting or unfriending or following or blocking or unfriend, like whatever, give like tools, just do it. If this is someone that is not a customer, this is not something that you need to interact with, this is not someone that you have to do business with them, you don't have to interact with them on social media. I wish, if there's anything that I wish I did more often, this is especially on Twitter, especially on Twitter, is instead of getting into this feuding war, this silly, stupid feuding war with people, the biggest thing that I could do is just hit the unfollow button or unmute button or the mute button. I mean, make the mute 
and unfollow button your best friend, especially if there's someone that you've had a, more than two occasions where they are just, it just seems like they're just dedicated just to give you hell online. Don't feel for a second that you have to be engaged. You don't have to be engaged. You don't have to stress yourself out by trying to work with people who don't want to work with you, people who just want to give you grief, people who just want to harass you, people who just don't want to have anything positive to say. I I definitely feel like we make things a lot worse than it needs to be. I, I definitely don't want you to feel like you have to engage with people who are negative, especially online, especially online. I definitely find people want to just start fights for the heck of starting fights. And by you disengaging, like that's a position of power. That is a, that's empowering. Like think about it. There are people who make it their aim just to make people feel miserable. And if you can make them, like if you can just dis- dis- disarm them for just a second, it definitely can give you the power to engage with people who want to engage with you in a positive way. Every moment that you're spending engaging with people who are just negative, you're taking away from all the time with all the other people that and love talking with you, love engaging with you. I want to spend my time with the people who love spending time with me, not the people whose chief aim is to make me feel miserable. I don't. I don't believe that you have to do that. Give yourself the permission to engage with people that like you, that engage with you, that understand you. You don't have to make everything feels so darn like hard and burdensome by engaging with people and things that just don't make any sense. So I'm hoping that this would help you. And now let's move on to the last one is deep platform if necessary. And this is a big one for those of you who have blogs. And I've, I wish I learned this lesson a long time ago. And, um, and I just want you to know this. I have on my, on my website, I use WordPress, but I know this can also work for Squarespace and other things like that, where you have the comment section. And basically there are people who um, make their living posting links to um, certain adult websites or poker sites or fill-in-the-blank sites, right? And then you feel like you just need to, like, keep your comment section open because, you know, of course you want people to comment and share and like and engage, yada, 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 right? But then there's some people who just latch onto your website for the exclusive purpose of not doing nothing but just posting their own backlinks for their own purposes. And here's the thing. Give yourself the permission to block certain IP addresses, block the ability to comment, right? Like it's okay to do that. Don't feel like you have to let the whole world use your personal website or, you know, your blog or whatever as a personal trash bin for that. You don't give yourself the permission to say, no, I'm not allowing certain characters or people, um, you know, to post content on my website. Like I'm not allowing that. 
I think for a lot of us, especially women, especially women, we're afraid of doing that because we feel like, well, if I block ability for certain people to pose, then I... I'm not letting people engage with me, yada, yada, yada. And I I don't think that's the case. I think there's a a lot of different ways for you to engage and comment with people and them not um, using your website to trash on your stuff, right? They can send you an email message. They can send you a a, a comment through social media. Like, there's a zillion other ways for people to stay engaged with you. Don't feel like you have to open yourself up to, especially if you're being targeted online. Like, shut everything down, at at least in the temporary, until they go away. Because there's just no way that you should keep yourself open for that, right? So I'm hoping that these tips will last. I'm going to repeat them all um, for you. So if you are ever being targeted online, ever, so number one is see if the cause is valid. Um, Two, depending on who or what it is, ignore it. Three, try to handle it privately offline. Four, make a public statement if necessary. Five, be mindful of your audience needs. Um, so the, I actually want to pause real quick and say, because I just missed that, that the audience needs is um, uh, that ties in with making the public statements. If, you, if you're having an issue that everyone needs to know, make sure that it addresses the issue succinctly um, and simple and, and just address it and just don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, Number six, move on. Don't make a bad situation worse once you've come to a decision. Number seven, don't be afraid to block, unfollow, or mute someone. And the last one is the platform if necessary. Is there a takeaway that you really liked? Uh, please let me know. Send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. I'd love to connect with you. I'm pretty much now on LinkedIn for the most part. So I'd love to send uh, interact with you there. Send me a connect request. Love to chat with you. Let me know um, if, if you came from listening to my podcast. Love to continue the conversation. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed our time with one another and I'm hoping that you will stay tuned for the next episode. Well, that is it. Thank you again for listening. Take care and be awesome.